show is presented in part by Bridgestone. We're passionate about making tires you can count on to perform when it matters most. This is Popular Technology Radio, your source for the latest emerging tech and hot internet trends. Now, here's your host. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Popular Technology Radio. I am Mike Etchart, and I am at... Consumer Electronics Show 2019. This is part of our continuing coverage. My back hurts, my feet hurt. The place is just so gigantic. You can't even imagine how big it is. Unfortunately, it's not open to the public, which is why we get to broadcast here and why we get to have super groovy people on the show, like my first guest. She is Sherilyn Lowe. She is the reviews editor for the Ubercool Engadget. Sherilyn, we, we had you on last year. I did come last year. It was so much fun talking to you guys. It is so much fun to have you on the show. Oh, that's so now, sweet. how many CESs have you been to? Uh, five or six. Five or six? Yeah. They all blend together, don't they? Engadget, for people yes. in, the, in the industry, is like cliff notes. Right. It's, it's almost like cheating. Yeah. It's like, well, what, did, what did Engadget say about that? Right. You, know? and it's, right. And you guys are so on it. And they must have a, a swarm of people that we come do. here. We have a trailer of people a trailer that helps. Of people. A trailer of people. Now, do you have a particular area of expertise that you kind of focus on? What, what is your what is your thing? Consumer electronics. This is firmly right. within my wheelhouse. You are that's and that's a big wheelhouse. Oh, that is a giant it. wheelhouse. Now, when you come here, how do you? Because it is overwhelming. If, it if is. people haven't been here, it's hard to understand that. But it is freaking overwhelming. How do you just manage your time and how do you prepare as you show up? I'm about to start crying because it's so <laughs> stressful just thinking about I bet, it. I bet it is. I'm stressed <laughs> thinking about it. I'm just asking the question. We have 12 different spreadsheets at least, right? Oh, I mean, one for me, gosh. one for our pre-planning, one for what we're going to do when we're on the ground, one for the stage that we have uh, in Central Hall where I'm you know, doing like 10 interviews a day or something. Yes, yes. I'm exaggerating a little bit for effect. but um, So we do a lot of spreadsheeting. We have actually, um, we, we do the official Best of CES Awards, so we actually get companies to send in their information right. ahead of time yes. under a strict embargo, so we get to vet that stuff in advance. Uh, so ahead of time, we already know from the thousands of, of companies that are here or might be here, which ones we want to zero in on that have potential, right? right? And then, and so a month before CES, the whole team is already preparing that. Right, so you're 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 several weeks out, you're, oh. you're grinding through spreadsheets and, mm-hmm. and looking at products, and then where to after CES? I mean, I want to sleep. Of course. But you're not <laughs> going to, probably. Where do you go? You know, because there's so many things around the world yes. that are happening that Engadget ah. participates in. Okay, so right after CES, we get about a month and a half of a break before we go to Mobile World Congress oh, uh, in, in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a great show because that's, again, another one in my wheelhouse, phones. It's yeah, all the yeah. phones. Oh, you oh like I love phones. me some phones. Right. I love me some 5G phones that are coming up this well, year. Well, we're going to talk about this we'll second. We'll definitely talk about that. Yes. Then later on in the year, um, you know, Engadget's coverage is quite broad. Like you said, so to say the least. <laughs> so there's Tribeca in April that I pay attention oh, to for, for the film festival. Film festival. Um, there's there's a lot of VR film, right? There's a lot of VR entertainment, and Tribeca yes. has a VR arm. Uh, then in May, it's another busy season for us. We've got Google I/O. Uh, we've got Microsoft's Build. There, those are some shows that we keep an eye out for, and then it just picks up from there. Because my head hurts yeah. hearing this. I'm not even going to any of those places. My oh, head hurts thinking about it. I Good know. Lord. My hair is turning white as we speak. <laughs> well, 
as a consumer out there who is a big fan of Engadget, I say thank you for Aww. your hard work and dedication. Thank you for your appreciation. <laughs> it allows me to be lazy, and I really do appreciate that. So, all right, on that, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Sherilyn Lowe about all the stuff. Not all the stuff she's seen, but the stuff that she is just like over the moon about. We already know she's loving some 5G. So we'll talk about that. A lot of cool stuff when we come back. It's Pop Tech Radio. Have you ever tried to plan a vacation and the hotel costs, airfare, and pet sitter all add up to one big never mind? Well, it's time to embrace the adventure and go RVing instead. GoRVing.com is your one-stop shop for all things RV camping. Browse the different types of RVs, find a rental agent or dealer near you, and compare the costs. Explore more than 16,000 RV parks and campgrounds nationwide, and even plan your menus for the trip. Find out what you've been missing at GoRVing.com. That's GoRVing.com. Yes, we are back. Pop Tech Radio from CES 2019. Who is at my table but the uber groovy Sherilyn Lowe from Super Groovy Engadget. She works for the coolest company on the planet. You get to see the world. I, I get to see a lot. I love working with Engadget. Yeah. I can't tell you how much it's, I love It's a great company. It's a great, it's a great site. It's a great, it's a great resource for all of us. Yeah, it is awesome. So let's talk about all the stuff you're seeing. Now, you mentioned in the last segment, phones are one of your things. Yes. 5G, it's coming. Yes, it is. There's some phones here. Yes. But it's not here yet. No. But it's coming. So some people will say it's already here, and those people are not honest. <laughs> um, let's just say that. Well, it's been uh, written. It's written someplace. It's it's sort of here. Uh, I think we need to give that caveat, right? There's carriers that have launched test networks, yeah. and different parts of the world, they're aggressively launching their networks as well. We probably have to wait till later this year for the real 5G phones to come out and then the carriers have to deploy the networks all over the, the nation. Let's start with the US, yeah. right? I mean, it's a it's big rollout. It's huge. It's going to take forever to reach the rural places and as well. It costs a lot of money. Oh my goodness. Yes, I can't exactly. even think about how much it's going to cost the consumer. But, you know, what are we going to notice? I'll be honest. Yeah. I think when you take the temperature of the average Joe on the street, they're not that interested. Yeah, they're kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am really hype about it because of the technology involved. Okay. Uh, I think it's because the FCC has opened up some extra spectrum. Mm -hmm. So now we can use millimeter wave to send a lot more data. But then there's, you know, some drawbacks of millimeter wave technology, like short distances. Yeah. There's easy interference. You know, you need to point the receiver so precisely at the transmitter and that sort of stuff. But we finally got to a point where the technology is caught up. And so right. we're able able to make full use of that opened up spectrum and gain a lot. The biggest improvement people will see, I think, is in speed and the capacity of the things that are being sent through at great speeds. Okay. So, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Of course, we're going to pay for it, and I'm sure my Ooh. bill is going to go up. Exactly. Your wallet's excited. All right. So I'm not, my wallet is not excited. <laughs> so 5G you're stoked about, clearly. Yeah. What else? It's just tickling your fancy. I have discovered a new passion for beauty tech myself. Beauty tech? Beauty tech. It's and that's a newish thing here at, yes. at CES. Yes, it's on the rise. Yes. Uh, it's like the brands you would normally see at Sephora have cottoned on. Yes. They're like, oh my god, there's money to be made also in tech. Yes. Um, and there are some of them that are a little needless, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, we saw an Olay smart wand that's supposed to help you apply your lotions better. Okay. <laughs> because apparently your fingers aren't good enough anymore. Oh, now I know. Okay, so we've got beauty tech. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you care about TVs? Do you care about 
Uh, did you see the roll-up LG? Oh, yeah. No. I mean, they've shown that a, a lot, right, over yeah. the years at CES, but it finally seems to be commercially ready. Coming this year. Yeah. People can buy it now. Can't wait to go to my, go to my first bougie friend's house and see one of these rolling oh, TVs. Yeah. I'll be like, you are you are yeah. rich. Although, we'll see how much that's going to cost. Exactly. They're very cagey about cost on the roll-up screen. Yeah. Okay, so that's say. coming. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? If there's one thing you could take home with you... What would that be? Oh, there's so many cute robots. I want robots, them. Robots, yeah. do. Why would you want a, why do you want a robot? And, and well, people clearly care about robots. Yes. I mean, that's a huge hot topic. Yes, it is. Because there's a lot of applications in healthcare. There's uh-huh. elderly care and in rescuing people from dangerous places sure. too, right? But what I want is a lot more frivolous. I just want a cute little robot dog. Uh, <laughs> or a little huggy frivolity. thing. We all need a little frivolity. Yes. So there's a, there's a bunch of them here at the show. Uh, I like them because they're cleaner than regular dogs. That's it. Well, there you go. All right. So you <laughs> tech for the clean freak, like freak. Me. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you see the flexible screens yeah. for phones and tablets? Was that interesting to you? This is a controversial opinion that I have that go. people jumped on me on Twitter for, but uh, I still don't see really uh, a great deal of use for foldable screens okay. other than to make big screens a lot easier to carry around, right? Mm-hmm. So you can s- split that size in half, basically. Yes. We saw the first folding screen phone here at CES, in, in live in action anyway. The technology is impressive. Yeah. I'm not going to hate on that too much, but I want to find more use cases for it. Okay. <laughs> it's an early, early thing right. that we need to wait a little bit more for. Okay. So surely there's, you know, headphones. Are you interested in headphones? Yeah. There's a gazillion headphones. Bluetooth headphones, wireless headphones, any must-haves? So Sony's, I can't remember the exact model number, but it's like the WX-MX3-1000, something like that. That's the industry favorite right now, and they released it late last year. This year, I think a lot of brands are trying to take that on. I haven't tested them myself, but Engadget has an expert audio person yeah. who covers that, so check it out. I'll take his word for whatever is the best. Okay, there's a lot of a great lot. headphones, a lot of great headphones. I mean, it's overwhelming in terms it of is. how many great headphones there are. And any sound bars you saw, that, that kind of rocked your world in terms of, or have you heard Atmos? Yeah, Atmos is great. Atmos has been around for a while, of but Atmos in a soundbar is is it's coming. Interesting. Listen, I live in New York, so I really don't care that yes. much about home entertainment. Okay. Right? But if you have a den in your basement and you want to tech it out, the soundbar is a great investment. It is a great investment. It Absolutely. Is. What's the thing you tell your parents about that they need to know? <laughs> Oh, my parents. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I try to give my mom a Fitbit all the time. She's always like, I want to track my sleep, but I don't want to wear it to bed. I'm like, okay, well, there's these things you can put in your bed, you know. She's like, I don't, I don't want it to spy on me. <laughs> you know what? Don't ask me what to tell my parents. But I will tell you what I have noticed as a trend at the show this okay. year. We had NVIDIA announce the new RTX 2060 uh, ray tracing graphics cards for laptops. Oh, yes. NVIDIA launched a whole bunch of new types of processors with wacky new architecture that's going to make so much change in the laptops uh, that we're going to see the rest of this year. Yes, that's kind of exciting. I am super stoked for that. I mean, okay, listen, I'm a PC nerd. This is a little embarrassing. Okay, you're not a Mac person. You're no, a PC. I'm not a Mac person. All right. I'm a PC nerd. I cover laptops for gadgets. I know a little bit too much about So you're, you're down with the NVIDIA stuff. I am down with the NVIDIA, but I'm also really down with the Intel. That stuff, the hybrid architecture that they announced here at the show yes. on their Lakefield chip is mind-blowing. Too much stuff here at CES. So much stuff. All right, so how do people find out about you specifically? What do you tweet? What yeah. Instagram? Yada, yada, yada. I tweet yada. way too much on Twitter at Sherlyn Lowe, C-H-E-R-L-Y-N-N-L-O-W. Uh-huh. I've been told it's like Netflix. Uh, <laughs> and my Instagram where I have plenty of selfies every single day. Yeah. 
Yes. Is also, it's at Sherlyn Instagram. It's a smart name. Sherlyn, C-H-E-R-L-Y-N-N-S-T-H-R-E-M. There you go. Well, you are like the Energizer Bunny. You are so fun to have on the show. Thank you. We check them out at Engadget. She's Sherilyn Lowe. She is the reviews editor. She rocks. It's good to have her here. All right. We'll be back, folks. It's Pop Tech Radio. On the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydroevacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Everyone, to this edition of Popular Technology Radio, Mike Etchard here, coming back to you. It's our continuing coverage of the Consumer Electronics Show here in Las Vegas. It's CES 2019. We are hanging out on the show floor, talking to a lot of great companies, a lot of cool people, and it is amazing how many different things are here. And joining me right now, it's Matthias. It's Steve McGowan. He's the Chief Operating Officer. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks you so much. Happy to be here. <laughs> Let's talk about this now. I am looking at, this looks like an Apple keyboard. <laughs> it does, uh, but this product came into existence because of a need. Uh, Apple, a couple years ago, a year and a half ago really, yeah. decided that although they had a direction for wireless for many, many years, mm -hmm. they decided a year and a half ago it's time to cut the cord for good. You may recall the somewhat controversial decision to remove headphone jacks yes. from the iPhones, but a lesser known decision of the time was they're going to end their wired aluminum keyboard. They decided once and for all, people should abandon wires and go wireless all the way, and that meant keyboards too. And I have, I have a couple of Apple wireless keyboards, and I remember thinking at the time when I when I took them out of the box, cute. It's now wireless. Now I need to worry about batteries. A. And I had never before said I wish this were wireless because it just sits on my desk and it's plugged into the back, and that's all I think about. I would prefer, in the case of a keyboard, to have a wired keyboard. Now, they did not ask me that. <laughs> they didn't poll their customers, but they, because as we know, Apple is all about the aesthetic. Apple has a long history of being ahead of the customer demand. They, they kind of <laughs> have a, a good, good sense of, of knowing what people are going to want to walk. That's and, right. We uh, wait for them to tell us what we want, right? And they, they sculpted it. I mean, they, they were the first company to discontinue many technologies, but they believe, you know, the aesthetics is, is very important. And, and not having that wire, they believe, is, is such an important part of the aesthetics. They, they wanted to kill it all the way. God bless them. But, you know, uh, a lot of people uh, want the reliability, the want the security of a wired keyboard. Yes. They don't want to change the batteries like you were mentioning. And uh, really, uh, whether it's schools or whether it's corporations, they said, oh, uh, you just continue your wired keyboard. Uh, where's the replacement? And basically Apple said, oh, we have these lovely wireless keyboards. <laughs> uh, that should be good enough for you. That's right. And, uh, and you know, I guess 95% of people said, okay, Apple says this is the way to go. No problem. But, you know, 5% just said, you know what? There's a reason I want a wired one. Where can I find... Uh, you know, something to take its place. That's where we stepped in. We it's said, fantastic. You know the product needs need to die. Well, and here it is. It's in space gray, the, the, the awesome color of, of iPhones and, uh, and of other devices. The other thing that I like about this, and I just had this conversation with my wife, because I think even before they canceled the wireless, 
Apple used to have the 10 key numbers off to the right on the wired keyboard, but I think they got rid of that. I don't remember it ever being around anymore. And then they went wireless. Here you come out with a beautiful wired keyboard that you can't get anymore, and it's the 10 key, but it's contemporary looking. It's, it's, it looks like it's brand new from Apple. Well, uh, we actually uh, uh, we, we have a similar aesthetic. Uh, the uh, We actually did a silver aluminum with white keys for the traditionalists and a space gray aluminum with black keys for oh, the more modern beautiful. matching with the Macs. It looks beautiful. And uh, we have actually added a few little tweaks that are our own little thing because uh, our engineers like to kind of push the bar. Uh-huh. We got a little volume control dial on the top edge for people who nice. want to change their volume uh, with a dial instead of by buttons. So it gives you a little bit more finer granularity in the volume yes. control. The uh, spacing is actually uh, there's a tiny bit, tiny bit wider as well because we actually were thinking about our friends in Europe and about how the European Apple keyboards have that very narrow vertical uh, enter key, and we wanted to oh, uh, make it that. so that uh, Europeans didn't have to suffer so much. So we made some few little adjustments behind the scenes. It doesn't really affect the Americans, but behind the scenes, the Europeans are happier too. Beautiful, and and you know, I mean, it's a gorgeous piece of. How much is it, by the way? Fifty nine dollars. Fifty nine dollars. My <laughs> goodness, and you know. I mean, when you're developing a product like this, how long does it take? You know, or did you did you come up with this, or did you get people saying, "Hey, we need this"? How did what was the development cycle? Well, we've been making keyboards for 20 years. Okay, and uh, so you got we've that got, wired. We've no got pun intended. Engineering, uh, yeah. engineering team that just really uh, uh, wants to make stuff, and uh, uh, they uh, basically. Uh, we, we actually did wireless keyboards before the wired ones, and we've done mechanical keyboards. We've done all sorts of keyboards, but this one here. This is one of those ones that we had done so many similar types of keyboards and other types of technologies that when the time came for Apple to discontinue wires, they were able to quickly just kind of like ramp it up and get it uh, designed. I love I love the the sort of and again you, know, you let's say it's five percent of all Apple users. Well, that is a big market. You know, Apple is a, a large company, and Apple might be willing to throw away you know one percent of the revenue or half a percent of the revenue. You know, half a percent of revenue for a, a company like us is a, is a good it chunk is of money. It's a good <laughs> chunk of change, exactly. And that is what I love about CES is, you you know, it's easy to think about, you know, we're, we've got, we're surrounded by robotics and drones and all that stuff, fun technology, but there's a lot of stuff that comes and goes out of the marketplace and people still, they miss that or they, because change is hard and like you, you reference about, you know, in fact, I have an iPhone 6S in my pocket yeah. because I still have so many wired headphones. My wife bought an iPhone SE this year because she wanted the uh, headphone jack. Right, that's and right. A lot of people like that. We're, we're all like that. <laughs> so it's a wonderful product, Steve. I'm so happy that you brought it to show it to us. Tell us where folks can get the, the product from Matthias. Uh, it's available uh, always at our own website. Okay. Uh, Matthias.ca. Okay, M-A-T- your Canadian company. We're a Canadian company. M-A-T-I-A-S dot C-A. You got it. Uh, it's also available through a lot of our brick-and-mortar retailers, Fry's retail stores, Micro Center retail stores, B&H. Nice. Uh, online, OWC, Amazon. But you know what? Uh, not every retailer carries every model. Uh, certainly, uh, Matthias.ca is where you can always find it. Go and see what's there. It's wonderful. If you miss the 10 key numbers on the side of the Apple keyboard, if you miss your Apple wired keyboard, if you're sick of looking at the dang... You recharge battery, you need to put new batteries in your wireless keyboard. Come on over to Matthias, check out that keyboard, it's fantastic. So, Steve, a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming on the show. Steve McGowan, Chief Operating Officer from Matthias. Check him out at Matthias.ca. Wonderful to have him on the show, a fellow Apple fan. And we're coming right back, folks. It's Popular Technology Radio. My dad is a proud doer. 
always building, repairing, or maintaining something. He relies on Craftsman tools, and I do the same. Today, Craftsman mechanics tools, metal storage, and lighting are available from your favorite retailers. But that's only the beginning. A full line of retooled and refined products are on the way. Find your favorite store at Craftsman.com and stay tuned for more big news from this trusted American brand. All right, welcome back. It is Pop Tech Radio. Mike Etchard here in Las Vegas at CES, part of our continuing coverage of the Consumer Electronics Show. And there's just there's just so many things to kind of talk about and see here. It's truly overwhelming. And so, you know, one of the things you don't really focus on, it's, it's easy to get seduced by the gear. Well, this our next guest is Philip New. He is the CEO and co-founder of Parachute, P-A-R-A-S-H-U-T. Co. Yes. C-H-U-T. Like parachute. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> parachute is regularly yeah. spelled with no E at with the end. With no E. The French spelling of parachute. So let's talk about parachute because you have a really interesting, um, it's under kind of the broad category of access economy. Correct. What was your inspiration for creating this? The inspiration. This? First of all, the, the inspiration for becoming an entrepreneur in the first place came from 10 to almost 11 years of kind of working with other people and thinking to myself, you know what? I think there's more. I think there's more to my life. I think there's more that we need to do. So I sat my wife down. She was, she's incredible. She's the co-founder. Yes. And I said, listen, we need to start a business. And she looked at me with those eyes like, you just said what you would never do. <laughs> I grew up with an entrepreneurial father. Okay. And uh, watching him kind of get involved in business kind of inspired me to never be an entrepreneur uh, because I didn't believe it worked. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me uh, quite a bit to uh, get to that point where I was going to go be an entrepreneur. But it was really all based on, you want to change your life, you got to change your people. I believe there was more for me and I saw other very successful entrepreneurs who took a hold of their life and made something of it. And rather than sitting around and making excuses all day long, I realized, you know what, I've got to go do something about what I'm not happy with and change it. Uh, I wasn't interested in a lifestyle company. My wife and I sat down and we said, how are we going to change the world? My wife came from the photography background. I came from the marketing, administrative operator and business background, mm -hmm. just an executive for the last 10 years. And uh, she and I both knew a, a great deal about creative tech. And my wife, having a huge background in photography gear, we thought, who is, who is providing greater access to these very expensive items that are constantly changing every six months? I mean, we're here at CES. Every single CES, it makes everything that came out last year look like antiques. <laughs> How do you keep up? Yes. So who is going to provide the next engine uh, or a marketplace that would allow somebody to stay up to date and try whatever it is that they want to try and use it for as long as they want without having the burden of ownership. So we started really looking at the industry as a whole and just said, okay, here's what we want to do. If we could create a company that built an engine that allowed whoever it is that needs the tools, right? The cameras, the lenses, the drones, the stands, audio equipment, lighting equipment, all of that stuff. If we could provide them an opportunity the way Netflix did with, with streaming video service, mm -hmm. but for stuff, that would be an incredible concept. And so the media actually quickly grabbed onto it and said, hey, we want to brand and, and kind of tell the world that Parachute is like Netflix for stuff. Yes. Because we do. We offer subscription, uh, a, a monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. We give you a, bu a budget of points based on the, the membership tier level of, or level of access you want. Yep. And you get these points. And these points are really fantastic points because they have the purchasing power of like a dollar. So if you have, let's say, 500 points, you have the ability to go buy $500 worth of stuff. But instead of buying, you're accessing like a library. You walk into a library and say, I want that. 
So 500 points, you're using yeah. the item. Use it for a day, two years, 10 years, but it doesn't matter how long you use it for. When you're done, you send it back, we give you the 500 points back. Sweet. So now you're swapping for item yeah. after item after item. So and, and in our world, in the world of creatives, oftentimes they'll need something for a project. They don't necessarily need it for life. They Correct. need it for the next three months, maybe, or maybe the next three weeks. And sometimes when a creative is uh, on the hook for a deadline, it rushes the creative genius, right? So yeah. my wife being a creative herself, I understand this really well. We have removed all of those barriers in the same way that Netflix removed those barriers and saying, hey, look, here for your monthly subscription, your points are always active. There are no time limits. Use what you need to use for as long as you want to use it. When you're done, send it back. And then you can swap it for something else. Super cool. Super helpful if you're in that world. And no pressure to return it, but also no pressure to own it. Yes. I mean, it's wonderful. It's like owning it without all the hassles of owning it. How long has Parachute been around? Parachute's been operating for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Now, you have something else that is certainly a huge component of your company, which is expertise and customer service. Explain the support that you get when you're a subscriber. So Parachute, the engine itself, right? You look at uh, Inc. Magazine called us the Amazon for the access economy. When someone comes in to use our service, we call them an access member. Okay. Where does our inventory come from? It comes from those folks out there that are currently listing their products on eBay, Craigslist, Amazon, whether it's an individual down the street or the big box uh, manufacturer. We are providing them the opportunity for the first time in the history of the world, rather than just going to market and selling it and having the asset pay you some sort of a net margin one time, you can actually come to the access economy Parachute being a new channel for you to list your items with us, and we will circulate it for you, take care of all that work for you, allow our accessing members to access it, and when they do, you get paid a commission. Wow. And because of a monthly subscription that we have, it becomes a recurring commission for you. You maintain ownership of the asset, and uh, from that recurring commission, you can actually uh, increase your bottom line dramatically. In this vertical, we started with Creative Tech. Now, Creative Tech. As you know, you look around this room, it's technical. Yes, it is. Learning curves are out, I mean, they're off the charts. They're huge. huge. So every member who comes in with our current vertical of Creative Tech, we assign a Parachute Pro, someone who is literally thumb tips away from a text message away at any time you want to text them to provide you the support that you need. Each Parachute Pro that we bring on, they are technically versed. Um, and we are constantly training our staff and our team to understand all of the new products that are coming in from our contributors that are wanting to circulate to these members. So it's like having a, an additional member of your team when things aren't working or you're trying to understand how things work. Text message away and you get that support. Now you talk about the vertical that you're in, which is the creative. I'm going to take a guess that maybe you're examining other verticals. We are constantly having people look at their storage unit saying, well, I've got all this other stuff here. That's right. What am I going to do with this? Can I parachute this? I mean, I've had things from, can I parachute my flute to can I parachute my motorcycle? Yeah. Uh, and so it's been interesting. We have several relationships coming to the table that range from RVs to cars as well as uh, power tools. Wow. So one of our taglines here at the, uh, the company is own nothing, have everything. Ooh, that's a great line. The reason you own something is because you need it. Yeah. The reason you store it is because you think you'll need it later. Yes. Parachute is providing you direct access to the things that you need for as long as you need it so that you are truly owning it psychologically, but you aren't having to store it, repair it, maintain it, or any of that garbage that you wow. don't want to deal with. It's a really great idea. You know, because I come from the, from the entertainment industry, and it really answers a lot of questions for folks that are hamstrung, basically, by this conundrum, which is, do I own? Do I rent? And this is really the happy medium between the two. You know, it's a really fascinating thing, too. When you, when you think about it from a business-to-business business business perspective, 
a lot of companies out there who need the tools to go create the content that they need to set their companies apart. Yeah. They're having to go to their accounting departments and they're having to request these huge purchase orders, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for the inventory they need. Rather than going through that effort, then getting a bunch of assets on their books, depreciating assets, they can't write it all off as mm -hmm. a business expense. Yes. Uh, cash flow constraints. They come in and they say, wait a minute, I can pay Parachute a monthly subscription. Yes. I can write 100% of it off as a business expense, and I don't have to deal with any of the headaches that come with ownership. And I float right beneath the radar of my accounting department saying, you have to get budgetary approval. Yes, exactly. Perfect for the business access member. From the retailer standpoint, the manufacturer standpoint, the consumer mind out there who's saying, I'm gonna return this within the return policy. Yeah. We empower that mentality because that person understands they only need what they need when they need it. Mm -hmm. No time constraints from the rental community, so give me the access community. We go to these retailers, manufacturers, and say, listen, you're gonna earn off of every time it gets turned. When it's being accessed, this is your new channel now to make recurring revenue off of that mindset that's currently killing you on your other channel. Exactly. All right, give us the website again. Parachute.co. That's Parachute, P-A-R-A-C-H-U-T. Parachute, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> dot, dot C-O. Great co. support, great expertise, great products. It's a wonderful idea, Philip. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Philip New, he is the co-founder and CEO of Parachute. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's for awesome. Me. All right, folks, we're coming back from CES. You're listening to Pop Tech Radio. A winter weather advisory is an invitation to own the roads in the Dodge Charger, America's only four-door muscle car with all-wheel drive. To take the winter by storm in a Dodge Durango, the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive in its class. And to burn some rubber and melt the snow in the Dodge Challenger, the first all-wheel drive muscle coupe. Don't miss the Dodge President's Day event. Based on 2019 Ward's Miss High Sport Utility Vehicle Segment. Based on Ward's Middle Specialty Vehicle Segment. Excludes other FCA US LLC vehicles. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. It is Popular Technology Radio, Las Vegas, the Convention Center, sore backs, sore feet, lots of great products, and super cool people. <laughs> Melissa New, coincidentally, the wife and co-founder with Philip New, my last guest, talking about things in the access economy, yeah. the wonderful things you guys are doing at Parachute. You guys obviously support the creative economy, so to yeah. speak. So when you come here, you're looking at cameras, you're looking at light, you're looking at all the fun stuff here, and yeah. and this really fits into your business model because every year we come here, it's new stuff. Oh, absolutely. When you think about creative tech, it's not just cameras. You've got the audio tech that's coming yes. out. You've got underwater drones that are fascinating or self-powered drones. There's so much here that creatives are just going to drool over. So we're so excited to talk to these manufacturers right. and really help them utilize a new economy with the access market. Well, and you're educating them too, aren't you, about this new way of thinking of how their products end up. And that's yeah. got to be kind of fun. It's very different. There's traditional ways of getting your product out. You've got your resellers and you've got Amazon and you've got eBay and very major marketplaces, but this young generation doesn't want to own anymore. They right. just want to access. So it really is educational and people either get it or we really have to help them understand that the future is coming and access yes. is the future. Well, it just presents an interesting way of looking at things for them. 
there's a lot of sort of historical precedents on what people come to trade shows for. There's you meet your buyers, you meet the the channels that you're going to be distributing. And now somebody comes in a disruptor like Parachute, yeah. and suddenly they're like. Uh, wow, we haven't really thought yeah. about that very well, much. Well, and that's what's cool about trade shows is we came here for a specific purpose to meet with OEMs, to meet with resellers from eBay, you know, to other marketplaces mm-hmm. for collaborative approaches and things like that. But we always get out of it something completely different than why we came. Yes. So that's what's so cool about these these you know trade shows is come and explore and connect with people yes. because you are always going to find something valuable in the relationships that you make. Now, what yeah. have you seen that just totally rocked your world? Oh, man. I'm a visual person. Sure. And so when I walked under LG's massive 50-foot tunnel screen, yes. I was in a different world. And so I stayed there for a while, and I think it gave me a break from reality. Oh, yeah. Um, another one yesterday was uh, brain tap. They pretty much turned off my brain for a while by closing my eyes, having me lay back, and, and turning off my brain and letting me meditate for a while. And then really? I was recharged. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was super cool. Oh, now, and when you're meeting with the Ebays of the world and the other folks, what's their reaction to you and you? Because some of them know about you and some of them don't. It, yeah. it must be fun and, and kind of scary for them at the same time. Yeah. When they get it, you see the light come yes. off and they say, oh, wow, this is the future because these millennials don't want to own anymore. You know, Netflix, Spotify, those are all access marketplace type platforms, but they're digital. So when we took a look at, okay, who's going to do this for stuff, something physical, where these new consumers who don't want to own, and that's really where my husband and I, when we communicate it to them, they say yes, and it clicks in their brain and it makes sense. Then the fun conversation starts. How can we help their marketing? How can we get their products into the new consumer's hands, this millennial mindset? And then hearing what they're doing and how we can help each other. It's just awesome. Well, and millennials, while they don't want to own, they are very used to subscription models. Yeah. So we really play to this new generation of service to products to... Um, owning nothing but having everything. Well, and it's the gig economy. You know, yeah. a lot of people are involved in project-based employment, you know, yeah. where they go from gig to gig. And, you know, you don't want to have that burden of ownership sometime. Or even if you do have that stuff, you want to use it and then you want to as a submit it to Parachute to make money on that piece of gear, right? Yeah. So you guys give that wonderful options to, and that's just the gig economy is the reality. It's always has been for the creative folks, but that gig economy mentality is really coming for a lot of millennials. So it really is, whether it's manufacturers or someone at home that has a whole storage closet of gear that they just don't use anymore. Those people can now monetize and put that to work. And the social impact that we're really trying to push is let's take advantage of things that have already been manufactured and put it to work. And you might as well make some money on things that are sitting around. Right. Listen, all of us that are here are into gear. We all have slight hoarder mentalities. But for whatever reason, you've moved on or you're just not using it. The need has passed. And so it's a green initiative in many ways, which you guys are doing. It really is. We really want to push that. At the end of the day, that's what matters. So, um, yeah, right now it's creative tech. Uh, there's a lot of really exciting things that are going to happen with Parachute. You know, from car manufacturers to RVs to mm-hmm. outdoor gear to the future of what we're doing. But right now, creative tech is really what we're really pushing. And, and helping the creatives out there have all the tools that they need. Nice. On that note, let's repeat the URL for Parachute. Absolutely. www.parachute, without the E, Parachute. 
parachute.co. There you P-A-R-A-C-H-U-T.co. go. Yeah, parachute without the e.co. Check it out, folks. A wonderful, wonderful site with a lot of stuff. If you are part of the creative economy and a creative yourself, it is a wonderful way to operate your what you do. You will enjoy it. So check it out. Then we're coming right back. Stay there. It's Pop Tech Radio. No one ever said, give it a bit. No one ever said, give it less. We say, give it everything. The world wasn't built by half measures, by the half-hearted. So when we set out to build our boldest SUV ever, we didn't hold anything back. Introducing the all-new Telluride. Kia. Give it everything. Expected spring 2019 in limited quantities. Mike Etchard here. We are at CES 2019 Pop Tech Radio. And, you know, this is an international show, in fact. And we don't often talk about that, but it is a huge contingency of folks from other countries. Joining me is actually a person from this country. He's the first American hired by the French government? or By uh, the Ile de France, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big, big deal. Wow. Okay, so you are the CMO of the Paris Region Enterprise. Yeah. And, and, and say that with a French accent. It sounds, Enchoprise. Enchoprise. <laughs> it sounds so much better. So uh, talk about kind of the importance of this show for the folks in Europe. And in this case, you're representing French companies or French enterprises yeah. for the French government. Right. So it's extraordinarily important for business development for French companies. In particular, our focus is on Paris region, which is the state of Ile-de-France, mm-hmm. which is uh, the largest economic uh, region in Europe. We are heavily focused in AI. We have a 2021 AI strategy where mm-hmm. we're building uh, education, programming, investing heavily into higher education, you know, a lot of support in that deep tech. And so it's important for us to be here. We partnered with three great companies that are French, Air France, <laughs> Heard of them. Dassault Systems, uh-huh. uh, and Total. And so each one of those corporates brought a small group of startups, and then we brought an additional 20. So in total, we're about 35 startups. Wow, quite a big contingency here. Yeah, all with a focus on AI. Why AI? Was there already sort of a community of folks that were experienced in that area? Well, yeah, I think in Paris in particular, there's been a history of the deep mathematics. And Facebook put their AI lab there, Fujitsu, Microsoft. And so there is... So it's no secret. It's not a secret. (laughs) And it really is becoming one of the global leaders in AI research, AI for good, health, Mm -hmm. mobility. All of these issues are being addressed in the Paris region. Is this the first time this group has come to CES? No, 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 no. We've been here for years. Okay, gotcha. So this is an ongoing event that they come to. I know there's an Asian equivalent of CES, Mm -hmm. but is there a European equivalent to CES? You know, we've got Web Summit in Europe. Slush is a great conference. It's in Helsinki. I'm not familiar with that at all. Oh, it's great. you got to go. Okay, yeah, writing amazing. that down. We have VivaTech in uh, Paris. You know, CES is sort of its own beast. You know, in terms of scale, there's nothing like it in the world. Right. But tech is heavily invested in in Europe, and mm-hmm. in particular in, um, you know, in France, where we've eased visa. Uh, you know, we have French Tech Ticket, which is a year-long visa. If you apply, you're doing research, you can get a visa. Wow. Income per year. Europe is starting to really come ahead here. 
Interesting. Well, yeah. it's interesting that it's AI. You know, I mean, yeah. ex- not exclusively, but but focused on that. Right. And when how does a company like Air France? What, how are they jumping into AI? Well, sure. I mean, so the companies that they brought, one of them is a health monitoring company mm-hmm. for pilots and for oh, flight attendants. Oh, of course, right. And so it's using AI and chatbots to monitor the health of pilots. And you know, I don't know if they own the company or if they're sort of incubating the company, but you know, that type of application is really sure. interesting. Right. Exactly. Uh, where you can sort of monitor jet lag and you know uh, nutrition and all those things that sort of pilots might forget. Well, and as a passenger in the back, I we appreciate I, that. I appreciate yeah. that. I absolutely. Well, I think one of the interesting things about CES too is that you see we and we've had a couple of companies on like that where you wouldn't expect them to be here. Right. But then when you think a little bit deeper about it, well, of course that makes sense. Every uh, category of whatever you can think of is somehow influenced by technology. Absolutely. You know, and of course, well, the airplanes are full of tech, but you know, in this case, they're concerned about the humans that are flying the darn thing. Right. And you know, we've got 35 companies. I've met with all of them, and one of the things that really I found to be profound, you know, there's a lot of fear around AI. It will replace jobs. Sure. We don't know at what level of evil uh, it will be applied to. Hopefully Um, zero. You know, all tech eventually ends up in the wrong hands. Sure. But all of the companies that we brought and that are part of our contingency are all really focused on solving real problem. AI for good. Uh, reducing stress, yeah. reducing fatigue, fatigue, yeah. you know, safety, pointless tasks. Sure. I see it as a really positive thing. And in Paris, is there kind of a tech corridor? Is there a part of Paris that has become kind of the hub of tech or is it pretty much spread all over the city? Well, it's all over the city for sure. And then there's areas like Saclay, which is a huge area for investment. I mean, it's sort of becoming the Silicon Valley of Europe. Okay. You know, billions of euros being invested every year sure. into labs and big corporates are starting to invest heavily there too. Amazing. And yeah. as an American living in Paris, how cool yeah. is that? It's great. <laughs> I can only imagine. And you're the chief marketing officer for this organization, but what were you doing before that? So our job as an economic development organization is to recruit companies to move to the Paris region. Uh-huh. And before, I owned an ad agency and branding agency here in the U.S. Okay. Started working with French companies and helping them grow in the U.S. Oh. So I was actually kind of doing the opposite. They hired me because I had that sort of international approach. Sure. You know, it's hard to create in a vacuum, and I think that they saw an opportunity to get a little bit more native communication. Yeah. And how's your French? Terrible. <laughs> You're working on it. I'm though. learning. All right. I'm learning. That's all we could ask. Joel Halpern from the Paris Region Enterprise. Let's check in next year as well and see Absolutely. how things are going in France. Great. And on that note, let us wrap it up from CES. Thanks for listening, folks. For Pop Tech Radio, I am Mike Etchart. We'll see you next time. The big news from Subaru is the all-new three-row Ascent. It's the biggest SUV from Subaru ever. There's room for seven or eight passengers with a choice of second-row captain's chairs or bench seating. It'll tow up to 5,000 pounds. It has the interior space you need for your whole crew. And it gets you where you want to go with the safety of a Subaru, including standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. The all-new three-row Subaru Ascent. Love is now bigger than ever. Maximum towing capacity varies by trim level, and trailer brakes may be required. See your retailer for details.